0: That has come out since many people are gluten-free have celiacs is that when a person typically makes bread they use a large amount of wheat flour. However, when you're making gluten-free products, the oats do not have a great taste, and usually other grain is being used in the in the base mix. For example, they'll have tapioca flour, rice flour, or the like in order to give it more of a bread taste. So, taste aside, the question is regarding the halachas of hafashah s'chala, how much oat flour is necessary to do hafashah? That's question number one. And question number two would be, what's the percentage of oats in the mixture that would still be called bread, would still be called lechem, and would require hafashah s'chala as well? So the place to look is the Mishnah, the Mishnah in Paragimal, Mishnah Zion in Challah, tells us that let's say a person mixed, now we're not talking about oats, talking about wheat and rice, oirez with the chitin, so the Mishnah says in Tam, chitin, if it has a strong taste, if uh, it has a taste of wheat, so then it's chayiv in Challah. Many Rishonim learn that there's a special din called gerira, that the wheat drags the rice gives the rice the status of wheat and even if you didn't have a full amount of let's say we'll call it 12 cups of wheat flour you only had 10 cups but the two cups of rice now become wheat and your chayv and challah as we view the rice as wheat this is called greira. this is brought down in Shacharach. it comes up in Hechis matzah before there was a uh, practice in ashkenazi, in ashkenazi circles to not eat kidneys this was a, a relevant Shaila. Will the rice be counted for the sheer Kazayas? Many Pleskim said yes. In fact, that is a Psalm based on the Rishonim, and based on this din, that in Yesh chitin, that there's a din of Gerera, that the rice is now transformed into wheat. So, how did Rishonim learn this Mishnah, and how does it apply to, to other, to other uh, items? So, the Ramban writes that even if you have the shear, now he's learning that there's no such thing as this din of a gerera, and this would apply to other grains as well, but the Mishnah is telling you, you need a shear and you need rife. Let's say I did not have 51% wheat, I had 20% wheat, and 80% rice, how would be, that is not considered lechem, you would not uh, do hafashashchal on that. That is the shita of the Ramban, however the Rush argues, and the Rush learns, this is in hafashchal, he says that we have a din of tomkaker, it's in idea and the taste of something that means it's significant and it's there. So even if you have 60% rice or 60%, uh, I don't know, some other type of grain, almond flour, coconut flour, but 40% wheat, as long as it has the taste of wheat, then you, would, you, would, you, you could still do fresh as But the rush agrees now that we don't have this din of Guerrera, you definitely need the sheer of, of, uh, of chala. For example, so let's say you're making a recipe that was a coconut flour bread that has wheat flour in it, so if the wheat flour was 12 cups of flour, then you would do our fresh chala. that's condition number one, condition number two, it, it has to have a taste of wheat in the mixture. Let's say it was uh, so, the coconut f- pow- uh, flour was overpowering, you can't even taste the wheat, you can't taste the, that grain. Then you would not do a fresh challah, even if you indeed had twelve cups of flour. Now that is the shita of the rush. The rush brings down. There's there's two in the reshinim How to define tam Duggan What do you mean by the taste of grain? Are you taking a yaradeya shishim? Is that the uh, the example? So yeah, in fact, Rabbeinu says yeah. Even if there's n- there's no specific volume it needs to be, as long as there's some taste in it, tam Kiker, which we would assume you know at least the, the, you know one point seven percent, more than a sixtieth of of wheat in the mixture, that is considered tam dogan and one would do harfroschahal even if you, it is outnumbered by the coconut flour. Again, you need a lot of uh, product here to have a sheer halav that's so outnumbered, but still a to a tam as long as there's the tam of there's a taste of wheat, you would do harfroschahal. However, other Rishanim, this is the Rach, Rabbi Chaim, one of the Balatayyos. He says no, that in order for it to be considered significant. It doesn't have to be raiv, I'll agree to that. It doesn't have to be the Ramban, they need raiv 51%. All you need is pras. There has to be that the amount of, there has to be a kezaiyah of the chamishas midi dog and a of wheat within the amount of time it takes to eat achilas pras, which mr points out is about eight or nine kezaisim. So you need to have, let's say, a ratio of, oh, it has to be a one eighth or one ninth of the so about 11 12 percent of the entire product has to be wheat so that when i'm eating a pras i got a kezayas of wheat that's how Rabbeinu, uh, that's how the rush quotes Rabbeinu Chaim, and in fact the mug rum brings us down halacha l'maysa. we'll talk about the Rum in a few minutes very interesting application in bracha is in benching, which is part of the gluten-free uh folks part of their shiloh so Let's take it to uh, let's take first and then we'll move on to the brachas so how do we pasque so according to the ramban not only would you need to have the minimum shear of flour you also need it to be right of the isa most of the dough has to be wheat if you do not have the right of wheat then you would not be required to do our freshness the rush says no all i need is as long as it has a taste what this means either like with Benetam the smallest small, amount as long as it's uh, noticeable and the other shit is they need to have a kazayas b'chete achilas pras. so how do we pass? when it comes to rice there's a discussion in the game that the rice that itself creates the sheer we're not going to talk about that That there's a machlikas in the Pauskin. Um, if one does have on, Rosh on that counting the rice with grera. Many of you shouldn't hold that's fine, we nothing to rely on. It. Others would say no, we should be for those sheetahs that hold that the rice does not combine and you need to have the minimum shear of wheat. That's the rice issue. When it comes to our discussion, when you have a putin free chala, when you're mixing in other grains, so the Shach Paskins like the rush, and seemingly the Shokhnar goes with this as well, that Tom Iker is the important factor as long as there's a taste of wheat. So then, it would, still, it would still be called lechem. So for example, someone's making corn muffins, or you're making a birthday cake, and you don't have that much flour, so you have to do the math. If I have a, if I have a percentage of, first of all, I need to share, I need to have 12 cups of flour, but, but not only do I need that, I need to make sure there is some tam ke'ikar, there is some taste in the cake of flour, of wheat, and then, according to the shach, according to the rush, then you would indeed do a fresh challah with a bracha. So, now that we've mentioned all these different opinions, what should a person do? When do you make a bracha, when do you not make a bracha? So we'll go from the most extreme shita to the lower shitas. The most extreme shita is that a person should not make a bracha until he has roiv d'alvon, he should be for the Ramban. I need to have roiv uh, of, my, of my product has to be, has to be uh, wheat or oat flour, so for example, if someone was, was making gluten free challah, so you'd have to have 50% of the of the flour would have to be oats. Only then would you be chayev. So you have to have roiv dagan. The The uh, primagodim learns that, I mentioned this briefly, the says it doesn't have to be 50% of the entire mixture, has to be most of the grains. So let's say you had two grains, you had almond flour, coconut, or three grains, almond flour, coconut flour, and... Uh, oat flour, so the oat has to be the rive of the grains. But lets you have sugar and uh yeast and other things, that doesn't count in the percentage. The Magana Ramas, how we're going to Paskin says that a person should only uh will only be chaiev in challah if you have a first of all you need the sheer of challah but additionally it has to be the amount that as long as you have, which we're gonna call a 11 to 12 percent of the entire mixture is oat, is one of the Chamishis meaning Dagon, and therefore, a person would eat a Kazayas. If someone would eat a Pras, he would get a Kazayas of this Dagon. So that's the only time you're Chayiv in But if it's less than that amount, so then you would not be Chayiv in Chalot. That's how the Mishibur Paskins, this is the Shita, the Maganarum, siman Simon shes. This comes up in Elchis Brachis. We'll get to that in the next recording. There's one other Shita to be Chayishish for and then, as long as it has some taste in there and it has the sheer even if it's not, because I have definitely not even close to the drive, still, as long as there's some taste, you're making a uh, birthday cake and or you're making a, a large a large sheet cake, uh, and it's very, a very small ratio of wheat flour to the rest of the mixture. However, there is some taste, it's nice and time, according to Rabbi Natan, you would indeed be mafresh chal. So, what the price would tell people is that if you have a sheer challah and you have kezias, daven, that you can rely on the makanav and many persons say you can even make a bracha on that because that is highly the possible. There are others that would say don't make a bracha unless you have right, right daven. Most of the grain, if you want to come maybe, most of the grain has to come from one of the chameshis in the daven, and only then would you make a bracha. So in our case where you have Oat challah, or you have sugar cookies or Dux cake or all, all types of products where where you are you want to know do I have to be mafish challah, So then the question is you have to know first of all what's the amount of grain chemish meaning dog and flour in the mixture. We're going to paskin, unless you're dealing with rice, that exception, that you need to have at least the minimum share of that. And once you have that, then we have to figure out the recipe, what's the ratio? If it's a small amount, so only Rabbeinu Tam says you have to do most poskim would say don't even be for that, you don't have to be concerned for that. However, if there's a 11-12%, there's there's so it's already a pras, so then we would say be and most poskim would say even with a bracha, however, there are those that would say don't make a bracha unless you have roi. most of the grain, most of the grain component is coming from Dagan, is coming from oats, only then would you make a bracha. So this is very to the gluten-free Folks, Semerat Hashem will discuss how this leads into brachis. This comes up every Shabbos for many people. They want to eat a suda, so they finally found a good gluten-free challah recipe, and now they want to eat a kasuda and they want a bench. How much do they have to eat? If they eat a kezayas of oat challah and it's a very small percentage of the product, Semerat Hashem now will be in the next recording.